guys, welcome to That Game Show, the show that talks about all the stuff in the nerd world and all the stuff in between. I am your host, Chase Bunker, and joining me on the panel today, he is back from the dead, one name to rule them all, it's Murph Murphy. Uh, zombie. I mean, I mean, no. Hey, hey, how's it going, guys? Great intro. And player three has entered the game, it's Daniel Clegg. Hey, I'm still player three. You're still player uh, three for now, because Curtis is on a, uh, some vacation thing, I don't know what he's doing, but... He's gone. He is spending time with his wife. That's happening. So, mm. anyways, whether you are watching us on YouTube or listening to us via podcast, thank you for making us a part of your day. Gentlemen, we had some stuff happen, I think. Yeah, we did. Um, Windows 10 just came out, finally. Or at least you guys have Windows 10. I yeah. don't because I Stop. fear change. Mm -hmm. So, guys, what, I'll, we'll go right into it. What do you think of Windows 10? So far, we'll start off with Murph since he just came back. So yeah, um, I've had Windows 10 for maybe a couple of weeks now, and it's inoffensive is probably the right word. Uh, it, everything just kind of works; like nothing seems to have been broken. I, the start menu is fine. I now I, I, I had limited experience with Windows 8, and it was not great. But mm -hmm. this, I mean, this seems like kind of seven with some minor upgrades i feel now i will say my coworker with an xbox uh one loves it because he can like you can stream his you know his uh his xbox games to his laptop so when he was sick uh i think at one one week when windows 10 conveniently came out he was able to just bring his laptop into bed and play video games there instead of you know on his couch I think that feature just went live this week, didn't it? That's brand new. Uh, I think it was in beta for a bit. Yeah. Right, but now it's available to everyone. Like before, you had to be a Windows Preview member right. or something yeah. to access. I think not everyone can, which is pretty sweet. I love, you know, the nice little rhyme that Murph said. Like eight wasn't great, but seven was heaven. I love Windows Seven. Ooh. Whatever, deal with it, Clegg. What do you think? I I would agree with everything Murph just said. I've had it for all of half a day now. So I haven't had a lot of time with it, but same thing. It was a very smooth upgrade for me. Uh, it took 20 minutes, maybe half an hour. All my programs still work. It looks just like 7, but sleeker. You know, the, the start menu I have to teach myself to use again because you never touch that button with Windows 8 because it switched yeah. the whole thing into tile mode and whatnot. So you just – you never touch the bottom left corner of the screen ever again. But now it's actually useful, so that's great. I'm having a lot of fun with the Cortana – voice activated thing have you tried that yet murph i know because i i'm like i have siri on my iphone uh -huh. and i never i never use it there like i'm i don't it's not how i interact with computers and maybe I have that's a because feeling I'm a, it's gonna be the same thing for me where i had fun with it for the first two or three weeks and then i stopped using it you know mm, like right like, now I, yeah. I could say hey cortana open steam and it will hopefully it's thinking oh it's, it's still listening Oh, there it goes. It's opening up Steam. All right. Good. Okay. <laughs> so it can do a few things. It can't turn off my computer, which seems like a very basic feature. But mm -hmm. uh, it's fun, you know, telling your computer to do stuff, and it reminds you of calendar events or sets alarm yeah. clocks or, you know. Right. Yeah, I just don't – yeah, I don't do that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. Like, eh, I, I, I like having a mouse. I, I kind of wish that Windows had a – like a terminal because I'm at work. That's what I – you know, I got to have – I'm a programmer for in my day job. I really miss the terminal when I'm back at home. 
Okay. Is that okay. is that not an option you can go back to? I mean, like that you can open up like the command prompts, but there's not like the functionality that in like Linux. And on top, then on top of it, I mean, okay, okay, I'm sure some nerd out there is like, well, if you download this kind of shell, you, I mean, no, I just want, I want, uh, I, I just want ease ease of use. You want a yeah. native program, right? I just want it to work. I don't want to deal with your crazy Linux hyperscript. Okay. Yeah. So, is it better or worse than Windows 8? Oh, no, yeah. without a doubt, it's better. Yeah, for better? Sure. Okay. The UI alone, like, let's not even talk about the, uh, the what's the word I'm looking for? The uh, graphical and processor um, improvements, right? Just in the background, the software is going to run better. But the, the graphical UI is what we're talking about today, and it's it's yeah, it's so much better, so much more usable. Do you happen to know how much RAM it takes to use uh, 10 in terms it's of, like, 7? Minimal. I think it's only a gig. I'll look it up right now while we... Well, you move on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I. I mean, I have not noticed any noticeable slowdown on my end. Okay. I've had. I've had a few driver issues, but I. I feel like if I just give it in like more than five minutes of effort, I think I could. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, the thing I is, like, I have. Going. I have four gigs on my computer right now. I don't have a very high end computer. It's kind of basic in what it does. I mean, it was high end at the time, but now, you mm-hmm. know, four gigs is just kind of minimal. Um. I'm wondering one gig, if one gig if you're running a 32-bit, two if you're running 64, so not very much at all. Actually, I'm running. I think I'm running 64-bit right now. Well, that's fine. They, then you they, you need two gigs, and that's are. it. Yeah. So, alrighty, cool. Yeah. All right. So, first off, Murph, it has been a while. We it should has. Have, we should have gone like with more of an introduction, but no, yeah. I kind of want to talk about Windows 10 because I keep getting this little bubble every once in a while saying, "Hey, you should get Windows 10." It's like. Ah! wait for my friends to test drive that for me so murph how have you been i've been good uh let's see recently i actually last weekend i participated in a game jam a game what is that exactly can you explain that to us so a game jam is when you get a bunch of nerds like myself who mm-hmm. are interested in game design and game programming and that sort of thing and we get together in a physical room this time this was the indie galactic game jam uh and we for in this case went for 48 hours went and just made a game oh i've heard of these huh. i just didn't know they were called game jams right and you you basically it's like used... space jam but with programmers instead of basketball right. players <laughs> i'm wow. actually surprised there was only one game that used uh, the space jam music which is odd <laughs> uh and the the theme of this game jam was uh kind of space in the florida space program because it was in orlando and Major shout-outs to uh, the Indie Galactic Game Jam, Space Florida, Indie Nomicon. Uh, I think Microsoft and Red Bull sponsored us, which was That's really cool. cool. All the Red Bull I could drink, and I, I was a happy boy. Yeah, sure. Uh, and you didn't even come to see me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so Look, I was, you... I was busy. I was from 8 to 11. I was just programming a game. It was jamming, Chase. Come on. I know. I didn't have time. What the... Uh, what, um system did you end up going with so i i really like game maker uh because it is very easy to prototype stuff in and since you only have 48 hours or really even less than 48 hours but you only have you know a limited amount of time you just kind of want to get things up and have them work now lots of other people used unreal lots of people used unity it's really just kind of using what you know mm-hmm. um, so you can decide whether you're going to develop the quick game for mobile or PC or right. Xbox or whatever. You're right. Totally not, up to you. Yeah. 
And cool. I like also like a, the thing I like about GameMaker is it's real easy to put it out into HTML5, which means the largest number of people can use it. Because if you have a web browser, you can use it. Right. Um, and yeah, so I, I ended up making a game called uh, a Social Sace, which is this very weird, very indie uh, game about what. Did I just lose Murph? Oh yeah. Oh, he just died for me too. Yep. What is Man. it about? What? Oh, the suspense is killing. Me. I, I feel like we just went like full. From I feel like we just went like full like American oh. Idol. It's like, and okay. the person being eliminated. It is. God. After the break. You still there, Murph? <laughs> Murph, are you there at all? You there? Huh. I have Murph a feeling like Murph something. is like Speak five us, minutes Murph. behind us. Hello? Hello? Yes, we, we can hear you, Murph. Hello? Hello? Yes, yes, yes. We, all we right, cool. Still um, and the game... It, okay, the game is about social media in space. Social media... In space. So, oh no, hold on. I didn't say that right. Social media in space. <laughs> and so, like, let's say you you're you're on Earth, right? And uh, you need to send a tweet to Pluto, your buddy on Pluto, right? Yep. You, you know, radio sig- signals can only go at the speed of light, and Pluto's what I think, uh, thirteen light hours, or maybe I forget the exact time. Uh, so, but even like, say you want to send it to, to Venus, which is our close, one of our closest planets, there's an eight minute delay, uh, between, you know, getting from earth to Venus, assuming everything lines up correctly. And it's like the optimal time and all that, or the sun's not in between you and Venus. So uh, like, if you think about the internet now, if you have to wait eight seconds, you're not going to a website. If you have to wait eight minutes for a web page to load, you're just not going to do it. Right. That is uh-huh. correct. So it's kind of the implications of what – it kind of explores that maybe successfully, maybe not so successfully. You you have to check it out at LokiMurph, L-O-C-K-E-M-U-R-P-H, dot itch, dot I-O. You can find all my games there. Plug, plug, plug. My, my head hurts trying to comprehend that. That's a really weird but kind of cool concept. How do you guys determine the the overall – idea behind the game you guys just throw stuff off up on a whiteboard for a few hours before you actually start programming so, so to get more back into the actual game jam and maybe this is this is specific to the game jam that i went to but i think this might have been fairly typical of game jams the the first night um at least in the physical space there's lots of game jams that are not in the physical it's just kind of like you make a call for games out on the web and then people submit them but in a physical game jam uh, generally, people will like propose a game. Like, so I proposed my game on the first night, and other people made made kind of their pitch as well. And then you form te- teams, and so, or you know, so if you can't form a team for your game, you maybe go. And there goes Murph again. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. It's you want to you want to try calling him back? No, I think. No, I think would I think it's internet on his end because I mean he's going robot for you, is he not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it is Murph on his, this end. We lost Murph temporarily. We will get him back as soon as we can. I know the Skype's trying to get him back right now as well. Um, when we get him back, we'll you know go right back into it. But Clegg, I believe 
Grand Tournament Hearthstone comes out also on Wednesday, does well, it that, not? That's what we're thinking. We know it's coming out this month, so we've got yeah. next week is the last week of the month, unless they yeah. were to release it on a Monday, and that's I don't think that would happen. They used yeah. to Tuesday or Wednesday. I kept thinking that they were going to do it today, Tuesday, mm-hmm. because they kept doing maintenance. And it's like, okay, they might be doing it. It's like, oh, no, they did that last week as well, and I thought it was going to come out last week as well. All right, so Murph, we have you back right now, I think. Uh, yep. Go back to what you were saying about game jams, how they're you know, some physical, not physical. The first day, okay. it's a little bit... Then... You Everyone everyone pitches a game. If, if you can make a team for that game, you go and do it. And if you can't, you go join someone else's team. So, And then it's just kind of a rush to develop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the conference, I assume all the games are up on some kind of giant screen so everyone can see... What everyone yep, else has we, made. Every, people do. We, you know, everyone presents their game. Yeah. We we had about twenty five games made right. that weekend. Wow. Nice. Yeah, it was it was really impressive. That's and pretty they, cool. Yeah. Um, if you just Google Indie Galactic Game Jam 2015, you can find the page with uh, all the, where all of the uh, the games from that jam were. All right. Hmm. Um, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does. Uh, it is a lot of fun. Thank you, Murph, for that. Um, that actually, Clegg. You know, I don't want to be rude and everything, so I'm gonna be. I'm forced to ask you this: How are you doing, Clegg? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm super excited to talk about Hearthstone. Though. Yes, oh, Hearthstone. Do. Nice. Yeah. Um, we'll go into that because you know I've got my stuff, and know Murph's got more stuff. Because you know, when you haven't been here for two months, you tend to have a lot of stuff you want to talk about, and I'm the same mm-hmm. way. Don't worry. Um, so, Hearthstone. We, uh, as we were earlier saying while we were trying to get Murph, we kind of speculate that Hearthstone, the new expansion, is going to come out tomorrow. They have a lot of cool cards coming out. They have a new thing called Inspire for every time you use your hero ability. Something actually happens with certain cards. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you have a new card back coming out. They've announced also that the higher you are in ranked play, the more rewards you're going to get, which I think is a great idea, and I've been waiting for something like that as well because right now, like me and my girlfriend, we literally just go to 20. It's like, all right, I have no reason to do anything else in ranked play other than... Maybe right. play it one more time right. for stars. And some, and some people didn't want to continue to play it because they were worried they would lose ranks, so they'd get up to 18 and then fall back to 20, and then get up to 19, but then fall back to you know 22 or yeah. something. Now you get a reward based on the furthest you made it at any point in the month, not where you currently are okay. at the end of the month. I yeah, thought so it was you... where you currently were, so it's like, all right, so you're kind of taking a gamble That's on how it that. currently is, right. So they're, exactly. So they're they're promoting you yeah. to continue to play because maybe you'll beat where you were a week and a half ago. Yeah. Right? But, oh, yeah, but these are all awesome okay. changes. Yeah, these are, are these are very big changes as well, and I, I think they're all great changes, like Murph said. What is, well, actually, let me rephrase this first. IGN and GameSpot both had their cards, like all the cards unveiled for all the classes, all the neutral minions, etc. Mm-hmm. Is there what card stands out to all of you guys right now? If you can, if you can name it off, off the top of your head, which card stands out to you? We'll start with Clegg. Oh, uh, well, I'm yeah, I'll biased. put you on that spot. I'm gonna be biased and say that the new Shaman Legendary is looking pretty sweet. That Shaman is the class I play more than anything else. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, that's just the one I'm, I'm most excited about. But I think the mechanic that we didn't talk about, which is the joust mechanic, is... Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. ...aspect of the new expansion. Um, it's kind of like Inspire, which is a new, you know, card affix. But joust, uh, 
each each player pulls a card out of their deck, and whichever one costs more wins the joust. And then if you won the joust, the card's effect goes off. And that's going to promote people to play higher-cost minions, which in theory will slow down the game and dissuade people from just rushing with, you know... Uh, Lobby. Uh, murloc on deck. Lobby, exactly. Uh, charge minions and Murloc minions and you know, really low-cost stuff that's uh, yeah. like Face Hunter. So I like that because it will slow down the game and promote more control-oriented decks. Yeah. Murph? So my card of choice is the, the four-mana card that makes you discard your hand, but then you have full mana. Oh, the Druid oh, card. Oh, yeah, I saw that. What is that and, called? Uh, uh, something. I'll find it. Something, it. yeah. I, I, I know what but you're it, talking about, but like it gives you like 10 mana. Right. And like that's ridiculous. Right, well, it's not all that it's good, but it's not all that good because yeah. sure you can play any card you draw, but you're only drawing one card. Unless, but you're top yeah. decking at that point. Yeah, and, exactly. I mean druids have cards that let them draw cards, so it's that's not true. terrible. The, the only way that card makes sense to me is if you already have cards in play that will allow you to draw cards. Like the um uh, let the pain speak to me, dude, every time he takes damage you draw a card. Oh yeah, the, the like, minion. Or you've already got uh uh no more draws a card when he dies. I can't remember card names. Right. I mean, like mm-hmm. this is just a big. This is just a big effect that I don't feel is overpowered, because the drawback is just really terrible. It is yeah. for sure. But and it's low cost and it, like I just I like cards like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I've been playing a lot more Hunter, and this is gonna be the more ironic choice of mine. I think my my, my favorites. It's it's a little bit expensive. It's a 6-1. It's Ball of Spiders. First, you drop six, <laughs> and you get three Web Spinners. And for those of you who don't play Hearthstone, the Web Spinners, um, their death rattle effect for whenever they die is that they spawn a random beast in your hand, which sometimes is, could be good. You can get, like, Gazrilla. You can get um, King Crush. And so you get, like, some of these really powerful guys. But then you also could get, like, a boar and... <laughs> it, it's a nice little gamble feature, and I think like anytime you have like beasts out there, it's great. Especially if you also have like the um, scavenging hyena. So when they all die, that gets pumped up. Or when you have the um, the vulture, every time a beast is uh, summoned, you draw a card. So that's a nice little combo as well. So so speaking of random, have you guys been playing any tavern brawl? Yes. yes. Sometimes yes. I really like it. Sometimes I don't. Yeah, I think it really depends on the uh, on the the uh, the the game that is that that week. The, le- the layout I, of the week, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think like I have enjoyed the vast majority of them. Yeah, I, I would say so too. I really like the ones that have um, pre-made decks and they're themed, like the new one they're doing next week, which yes. is going to be the grand tournament themed. You get to play a pre-made deck with. Um, inspire minions on one side yeah. or pre-made deck with um, joust minions on the other side. So you get to preview the new cards before the expansion launches uh, with these two custom character skins, which are pretty cool. I think it's Medivh and Ilaria, which you can purchase, but in case you have it, you get to see them and play as them. Yeah. Um, and the decks are pre-made, so you get to experience all the cards for free. Right? That's right. really cool. Yeah. I love... I, like the, I'm glad that they did that because one of my favorites, I think it was the first Tavern Brawl, was... Um, Ragnaros versus Nefarian, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I love like, like the two different like styles of play, and so I love doing that. But like, I think another one was fun was um, 
There was the one with all web spinners, and then there was like one with all unstable portals. Like it's yeah, a bunch of crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think the unstable portal one was my favorite, and I know like it's really random, and it's not like any kind of like tournament level style play. No. But I, again, before when getting to all you needed to do was get to rank twenty. Now, hey, here's a mode that I can have fun playing and do my dailies in. Seems yeah, good. and now they're doing dailies that are specific to the tavern brawl. That say play five tavern brawls. Oh, nice! And you get uh, get a gold reward out of it, so it will yeah. give you an incentive to continue to play yeah. that new game mode. Because a lot of people just play it once, get their free card pack for the week, and yeah. they're done. Yep, that's what I do yeah. now. That's there's what no I do. reason to keep doing it, right? I mean, it's fun, but there's no. No, no I've, I usually no play like incentive. twenty times. It's terrible. oh, really? Yeah, like mm-hmm. that's that is the way I I get my dailies. Yeah. What, what do you guys think about them? I, uh, uh, releasing the card preview in this um, Tavern Brawl. Because last time they had an expansion with uh, Goblins and Gnomes, they did a similar thing where you could draft GBG cards in the arena. Brawl wasn't a thing yet. Okay. So you had to pay 150 gold to do an arena, just like any other time, but then you got to preview the cards. As opposed to Tavern Brawl, you get in for free and get to preview the cards. I like that format better. Oh uh, yeah, I like that format better. Yeah, well, yeah, because one free, two, it's. I feel like you you don't have a choice really in the cards that you get because, you know, whenever you look at a card, you're like, okay, this is kind of weird. But then, like after a while, you slowly like start thinking of like other strategies. Like this is actually like useful for, like the one card that like can't attack. It's like okay, this is a stupid card. But then it's like oh, I have an ability that silences a minion. I can silence that, and it can attack. Silence your own stuff, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, it, I, it I think depends. Tavern Brawl was really good uh, foresight on their part because it allows them to create these totally custom gameplay formats yes. and, and do things like preview and expansion because when you did the GVG arena preview last time around, you had no guarantee you were going to get any GVG cards in the arena draft. Yeah. yeah, you probably did, but just the card pool was such that maybe you got none who knows they could have been in there but you could have gotten two cards yeah whereas in this current format they can force you to have a pre-made deck Mm -hmm. of 30 all new cards and really get you get your foot in the door and and see these new things for yourself um they also said that um tavern brawl wins will also go towards the heroes of the storm mount as well Oh, right. Yeah, there's a lot of interconnectedness. Between yeah, and I like that. And I kind of wish at like, some point Heroes of the Storm would like go with Hearthstone and be like, oh, okay, by the way, if you play, if you win 20 games or something, you get a free <laughs> pack or something. You get a um, a card back. Well, yeah, you have you get a card back, but I mean like a quest or something that gives you a booster pack. I just want my gold to, to go in between games. Oh. That'd be nice. <laughs> well, then they'd have to equalize the the uh, income rate of all gold. Right. Like, yeah, you get a hundred gold for killing a treasure goblin, and here's the store. Oh yes, you've encountered a treasure goblin. Is kill a treasure goblin to get a pack in Hearthstone? I'm doing that like every day without yeah. fail forever. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's the point. Now you're now you're hooked on both Hearthstone and uh, Heroes of the Storm. Like that's exactly what they want you yeah. to do. Well, yeah. They, well, they, they came out the statistic right now that ten million. Uh, treasure goblins have been killed in Har- uh, Heroes of the Storm. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. Sure. Murph, have you played Heroes of the Storm yet? I actually just did. What do you uh, think of it? I'm... So... Let me... My history with, with MOBAs have been almost non-existent. I... So I fired up Dota to... Because I was like, alright, the international's going on, I'll try to see what this is all about. 
mm-hmm. bounced off it hard. It's too. It it looks muddy. All the items, like I can't. Right. It's just too much stuff. Yeah. There is a so, very steep learning curve. It is. So I tried Heroes of the Storm. Had a lot of fun. But, all right, I'm going to try and do this. It was really good. However, last night played a game. Someone was like, "God, dude, why are you so terrible? Oh, I'm reporting you for being so bad." God, I'm like, yeah, that's down. all. That's all MOBAs in general. But speaking of yeah. Dota 2, when I know that you you were sick and so you couldn't make it to Tampa Comic Con, but we had people. Um, in the front row, we had people that played League, and so with you know Clay guy and Jet or Clay Jet and I, you know, played League at one point. You know, we talked about it for a little bit, and then five people walk out and they go, "Dota 2's better," and immediately I'm like, okay. Yeah, like I don't, I yeah, it's, it's I don't always enjoy mediocrity, but when I do, I play Dota 2. Between the two, uh, big I, games I, for sure. Yeah. I guess, and like, uh, like I guess this is I. Granted, I Rick Jacket plays Dota two, and I might play it with him at mm-hmm. some point. Maybe, maybe that's when I'll probably play it. But anyways, continue with your story. I, oh, I'm just gonna say that my my enjoyment went way up as soon as I just turned off Allied Chat. Yes, do that forever and just yeah. like never it's... turn it back on. Like I Hearthstone, agree, absolutely. Hearthstone got it right where you're not allowed to chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. <laughs> they, they really did because the fact that like you don't have, um, like I had some people last night as well that were just like, we need to go to the objectives. I'm like I um I don't know if you know this, but um there is a buttload of minions right now on bottom that I'm trying to kill, yeah, and I, I kind of can't reach that objective. So I don't know yeah, if that's maybe a thinking thing. Like, and it like and they were like, oh this is you wasted time. I'm like, dude, this this is like me clicking quick match. We're here to have fun. Yeah, it's a, right. That thing, and like I could understand if I had been like, all right, I'm jumping into ranked play. I've played four games. Oh, uh, that's when I'm I'm the dick when it comes to that thing. It's like, oh yeah, I'm sorry for bringing your rank down. Oh wait, we're not playing ranked. Therefore, I don't <laughs> care about right. what you have to say. Like, I mean, Clay could definitely attest to this. I have told some people off, and I've said some horrible things. Yeah. Sure. I just, I, mean, I just any, said cool. any of these MOBAs are super, super competitive. Anytime you get a team-based game where people have, you know, in their mind, their their EP on the line, their reputation on the line, yeah. their ranking on the line, there's gonna be hot hits, right? That's just a normal thing. Yeah. But out of the three MOBAs I've played, um, Heroes is definitely the most friendly to casual players. Yes. And has the nicest community in general. Yeah. It's also the newest community, right? So there's time. There, there is time for them to be mature. dicks. Like, and League grow, was grow nice at horns. one point. For, yeah, for sure. Um, but I'm hoping that the Blizzard community in general is more positive than something's up as you come across. We'll see. I just we'll remember... See saying, oh, I don't play Counter-Strike just because I hate the community. And then I realize, oh, wait, I play League of Legends, which probably has, like, the worst community out there. It's like, true. don't get me wrong, I'll play League every once in a while, and there are a few good players, but a lot of the people that I've seen and I've, like, played with are just complete and total dicks. And mm-hmm. I'm also assuming that they're also 12 and still live with their parents. But that's okay, <laughs> Like I'm not afraid to tell some people off because I'm a horrible person, and yeah. I am. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep that allied chat off, yeah, or just say cool story, oh, bro. Oh, you got it. Cool yeah, exactly. So, cool story, so bro. You, you mad, bro? Both, you played both games and you enjoyed the 
I'll say streamlined aspect of of heroes in, uh, as far yeah. as the character upgrades. You don't have to worry about shopping and gold yeah. uh, and whatnot. Like, it's just talents per character, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I would I would kind of want just if I could pre-pick my talents, that would be even better. But I guess that people were like, no, you have to react. That is true. I could see that as an eventual feature where you can choose, do I want it to go and automatically, or you know what, I'm realizing now there are three warriors on the other team, I need to get something else than my default pick. It's similar to what Smite does. Smite has it to where you, as soon as you level up, like, I want this to be leveled first, I want this to be leveled second, etc. So you could do that at some point. Like, I'm just, I don't, I'm not at that level yet. Like, again, I've played probably six games at this point, so... Sure. Yeah, I've played with um, I played with my friend Anthony, and he will always go with my lane. And it's you know it's great because like you know it brings us back to the days when we competitive game together. But it was it's unfortunate because I usually play stitches because one he's just similar to Blitzcrank in League, and two he's just similar to <laughs> Blitzcrank in League. And so whenever he will play like either a support or another warrior class like stitches. So, like, look, also, for those of you who don't play, like, MOBAs and stuff, the warrior class essentially is a tank class. So, you don't do a lot of damage, but you'll take a lot of damage. And so, when I get, like, a nice hook in, and I bring someone towards us, we aren't doing enough damage. And so, we're more (laughs) or less just harassing, they're like, why are you guys not killing anybody? It's like, um, because we don't have the output. Of course, if you read all chat, or if you read the allied chat, like I said, we wouldn't have had this problem. But that's for another story for another day. But, uh, Murph, what character are you playing right now? And he's a robot. That's probably Gazlet. Yeah, robot. Oh, okay, he's back. There we go. There we go. Hey, My video just went away. Yep. That's not good. <laughs> While you tell us your champion, I'm going to try to get this fixed. Oh, uh, I like the the barbarian so far of the like the five so characters. Uh, yeah, sure. The the uh, the girl barbarian from Diablo. Oh, right, with two swords. Yep, she's good. Sonia yep. or I, Johanna? I'm trying to remember. Sonia. Okay, yeah. I, I tried the guy on the Griffin. He didn't seem. I didn't seem to like that. Um, oh, he's one of my favorites. I love Falstad. Yeah. Uh, I just couldn't get into Falstad. Falstad. Tomato, tomato. I, yes. I tried uh, undead elf, um, archer, and uh, rain guy with gun, space marine. Oh, Rainer. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. And those 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 were fine. I like them. They were you know just those were good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, we but, are just having so many just like technical issues on this episode. Whew. This All is right. the most professional episode ever. All right. Um. Yeah, I usually stick with Stitches, and I, I, I'm still, like, at the experimental phase. Like, I'll play a few champions here and there. Like, I want to be good at Illidan because, you know, I have the pop figure now, but it's just the fact that, like, I, I can't fully master it. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just very doomed. spammy character. He is. He's very spammy. But, oh well, that's just me. I don't have enough gold to afford anything except for the ones they give me. Yeah. Well, I think at six you've unlocked daily quests, so you could start to oh, accumulate yeah. gold to do that. Yes. So it, it takes a while. And of yep. course, yeah, you, can, whatever. you can always encounter a treasure goblin. Kill it, and its rewards are yours. All yes, right. Exactly. Thank you, Deckard Kane. 
No problem. That's not a bad Decker can, I will say it's, that. It's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, that was another thing we did at Tampa Bay Comic Con was a bunch of impressions. impressions. I gotta get that video up still, but um, it was hysterical and a lot of fun. And also, like, I felt bad I don't know that Game of Thrones character. Oh, uh, um, shoot. I wrote the card. Jaquan? J- uh, J- Jaquar something or other. That's it. I don't know. Dude, what rips his face off? Probably, probably he's dead already, but I don't know. Um, I don't watch it yet, but soon, really? eventually. Uh, yeah. All right. So, did any of you guys play Civilization Beyond Earth over the weekend? I, <laughs> I have a feeling you did it, Murph, because you were too busy making a game that hurt my head trying to think about. Clegg, I don't know if you did. Did I've you? I've never play... played Civilization. You never played any of the Civilizations? Wow. I mean, one. Yeah, you played Civ one. Five with us. I thought. No, I don't own it. Really? Huh. I thought you were going to be a part of the the failed project that was Chase hates his friends and we all play Civilization Five together. That oh. was going to be a thing for the channel, Murph, and that just failed horribly because it was literally 20 minutes of us talking and then five hours of just silence. Oof, and it's trying like, to fig- so figure out how to research, you know, arrows or whatever. Gosh, it, it was it was painful. I mean, it was a fun game. You still have to finish it, but gosh, it was just <laughs> we couldn't keep up. But um, so you didn't play it at all? Mm-mm. Is that game like uh, Sins of a Solar Empire? Uh, it, it is and it isn't. It is in the fact that like it takes place in space. Or it takes place on another planet. Sins is more or less like it goes in other galaxies. Beyond Earth is just one planet. And that's so, it. So I've got a question. Okay. I played Alpha Centauri back in the day. I have no idea what that is, but go on. Really? Okay, well then I was going to say, can you compare and contrast... So obviously not. But all so Alpha Centauri was another Will Wright game where you colonize another planet and it plays it very, very similarly to civilization. Uh but this was like pre this is like civ it plays very similarly to Civilization two, put it that way. Uh are there basically are there mind worms in Beyond Earth? Um I wouldn't say there's mindworms there are siege worms there and they are the biggest pain in the butt ever okay. because like okay so I had a review that I was going to make I was going to make a review video but of course the footage messed up and also I looked at everybody else's reviews and mine's like ooh I'm not as good at that but um Civilization Beyond Earth it doesn't have the charm of Civilization 5 like Civilization 5 I think it was cool is because of the fact that like you had like, quote, world leaders, and they're all leaders that we recognize. Like, yeah, it wasn't Julius Caesar, it was Augustus Caesar, but we knew who it was. We don't necessarily... <laughs> that, that seems like a weird sticking point. I mean, it, it is, like... <laughs> I don't know, I seem to enjoy those characters. Julius Caesar in the house? It's like, I feel like I I enjoyed those characters in Civ Five more than I did in... Um, Beyond Earth. First off, if you're a hipster, you're going to hate the fact that Beyond Earth, like, the people that save us are the corporations. So hipsters are going to be pissed about that. Well, I mean, that's a very common, like, future trope. Yeah. Um, it takes, of course, it takes place on another planet. There, the Instead of barbarians, you have aliens. The aliens are everywhere. And, like, when I say everywhere, like, they constantly spawn. Like, you know how in Civ- Civilization, like, they eventually, like, barbarians just stop spawning because, you know, you've already covered everything? No, like, they still keep coming. And, <laughs> like, when you're in, like, okay, let me rephrase that. Like, there's, like, the there's other aliens, and then there's, like, the massive siege worms, which just wreck everything. And there's, like, and there's the, 
Sea so Dragon, they, and then there's like the massive Kraken. And it's so like huh. you can try to explore, but then you're gonna cover one of those things and it just wipes you out. And so they just constantly keep spawning and you get to the point where you're just like it hurts to explore and I can't really see everything because I'm going to get wrecked no matter what. <laughs> and so the, it just, it's kind yeah. of annoying. It takes away from the game. The one cool part, well, there's a few cool parts about it. Like there's um, affinities, like you could play like with a purity style, supremacy or harmony where you can like, uh, it's hard to explain. It's one of those, it's better off you just read. And of course I don't have my notes on me right now. Um, there's a lot of options with everything. There's so, okay. It it sounds a little bit like Alpha Centauri because okay. they also had kind of weird faction, yeah, uh, factional leaders, yeah. But maybe maybe not. The um, there's a lot of options on it, like to where like if you built like a laboratory, you're going to discover that you can have like we discovered that we could do this with the miasma, which that's another thing that sucks because if you land on miasma, you lose health every time you're on it. It's like I can't tell because this whole planet is just alien. But um, they're like, oh, we can do this with it. We can either make it go towards food or we can make it go towards energy. And so there's a nice little aspect, and like it changes your style of play every time. No two games are going to be the same, and I mm. think that's really cool. Um, yeah, because civilization generally, like you, you follow one kind of tech tree. Yeah, like, I mean, like there's oh, not really... don't get me started on that. The technology web, it's not a tree, it's a web now. Okay, because it went from Civilization Five had. I'm comparing everything to Five because I loved Five, and I never, I've never been big into RTSs. Clay can attest to this. Um, mm. I've, I've hated them, and I think Civ Five is the only one that like kind of made it easier for me. And of course, they have a great uh, tutorial guide to like help you along the way. It's not a tutorial level. You just play it, and they go, oh, you should probably do this. You should do that. Um, but there's a web. Whereas 5, there was a chart, but this one is a massive web. Hi, kitty. And so you start off in the middle, and like you just slowly like branch out like all these type of like technologies and everything. It's it's a bit overwhelming, but it is a little bit unique in the fact that like you aren't forced to get everything. It's good to get everything, but you kind of <laughs> aren't forced to get everything. Right, but you, so you can kind of customize your play style for this game. Yes. Like, that's neat. I like that. There, There's no – there's, quote, wonders, but there's, like, no world wonders that, like, you're rushing to get. Like, mm. did you play Civ Five at all? Yes. Okay. You know how, like, Civ Five, like, oh, we if you build the great library, only you can get, like, double the science. There's right. nothing really like that. You can just okay. build wonders, but who's not to say the other, like, the American can build this wonder. Who's not, who's stopping South America? South America can just also build that right. as well. So it doesn't look, give you an look, advantage. We build the Statue of Liberty, too. Like, I never quite got that. Like, yeah. We got another one. Yeah. And so it's like, <laughs> there, there's two? Like, this ain't Vegas. So that's... <laughs> yeah, like... Vegas Vegas just negates the entire premise of civilization. Negate, Vegas is in as like its own little world, but that's for <laughs> another day. But it, overall, like I enjoyed it to a point where I kind of just thought for it was it was on sale for twenty dollars, and I didn't think for twenty dollars that it was worth it hmm. yet because again i think it's with all rts's maybe i just don't have that time span like it's a time sink oh yeah like i've definitely lost a uh, like a whole saturday to like civ 5 yeah 
Like I was, I put in about four hours and I didn't even feel close to like finishing the game. And I didn't even feel like I was winning the game either. Like that's, I'm literally like, this is me for like a good two hours. Click, click, click. That's it. Click, click, yeah. click. That's it. Like I literally like, went through like 50 turns doing that. So it's, it's okay. It's not the great, I don't think it's better than Civ 5. I still think Civ 5 is a great RTS and it's a great intro into RTSs as well. So that's just kind of my review for it. Mm. I think... Wait, uh, I'm going to be the, the Will Actually guy. Okay. Civ 5 is not an RTS. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. What is it exactly? Because an RTS is a real time strategy, mm. this is a turn based strategy. So StarCraft, which is real time, yeah. is RTS. Okay. Civ and like uh, heroes of my uh, magic just, are just saving base. you an email there, Chase. Okay, thank you for already trolling me. Well, I don't <laughs> know if that's a troll, but yeah. Uh, but look, I just care about accuracy. I know. I, I don't care. Um, I know. Um, yeah. So I guess if I had to rate it, like, all right, should I do a five scale or should I do a ten scale? Uh, I s- don't do a scale. Do- all right. Give me, give me an adjective. You have three adjectives. Okay, so it's this adjective to describe. By the way, for those who don't, you know, know what adjectives okay. are, um, <laughs> it's very unique. Or yeah, all the gameplay, the every game That's, is unique. You're giving me nouns there. I just want I want three adjectives. Unique, unique, yeah, unique, long, long, okay. and we're still talking about the game, right, Jace? Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, if I had say mm-hmm. you would have so. Yep, I just uh, made the face and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, unique, long, and I, I want to say meh, but meh is not an adjective. I'll I'll, I'll accept a meh. Yeah, because it's not like it's not great. Like with Civilization, I thought it was great. Like I enjoyed it, but it's okay. Unique, long, and meh. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. I like so, the, I like that scale better. <laughs> I wonder what that translates to on Metacritic. I don't – oh, gosh. <laughs> Metacr- like, I don't know how I should feel about Metacritic just because, like, I've listened to Adam Sessler just tear apart Metacritic. Yeah, that's mm. – That's for another day. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if I got Adam Sessler on and just go, Metacritic, go. And just ha- – <laughs> I'll just, like, sit back and just watch the fire just burn from his eyes. Uh, oh, man. man. Adam Sessler, I want you on the show. You should, you know, tweet me at that underscore game underscore show or at Chase Bunker. Because he's listening. I, he's listening. You never know who's listening. That'd be amazing. Like, Einstein. I've... Ghost of Einstein. No, Ghost of Julius Caesar. F that Augustus guy. <laughs> you know we're on your camp. You were robbed in Civ 5. By the way, have you read the reviews for Civ 5 on Steam? I know. They're usually like 10 out of 10. uh, Asterisk, don't trust Gandhi. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, Gandhi with his nukes. All right. So is there anything else that we should bring up today? By the way, have you seen Fantastic Four yet, Murph? I'm not gonna. Oh, man. I think that's the right answer. I'm not gonna. Mm Mm-hmm. I I'm happy. <laughs> I okay. I, I think I I think I called this. Did I not? No, we all called this. We all oh, called that. Well, I think we all thought it wouldn't do as well as we were 
thinking or I, hoping it would. I don't think any of us thought it would do this abysmally. Okay. Yeah. See, I honestly thought that Pixels would have done worse, and I oh, guess I was wrong. Pixels was the, right? the best way to describe Pixels is if Adam Sandler and Kevin James were like, hey, what do you think it would be like if we were on Nick Arcade? And they just kind of went from there. Um, I watched uh, um, the girlfriend and I, we went over to this drive in and we watched. Uh, we watched Fantastic Four, but it was a double feature. So it was one price, two movies, and the other was Ant-Man. So I paid $6 to watch Ant-Man. Yeah. Fantastic Four, like, first off, Curtis, everything that Curtis said in the previous episode, which if you haven't checked that out, check that out, um, It he was correct. Another thing that he didn't mention on was the fact that the scene where in the trailer where the thing is, like, curled up in a rock and he falls down, they're like, how long do you think he's going to be? About two minutes, maybe less than that. Like, that's not even in the movie. Oh, oh, really? That's a big part of the trailer. Yeah, and I'm thinking, like, okay, this is going to be big. Like, I don't remember this at all. And it's not like I peed or anything, and, like, I could have missed a scene. No, I sat through the entire movie, and it's like, Oof. where is this scene? Wow. Mm. Yeah. That's surprising. But it's, like, there was so much potential, and it's, like, up to, like, the intro's good. And, like, the little, like, Doctor Doom horror scene's good, but, like, they don't describe, like, why he's bad. He's just, like, tick, I'm bad, and then just wrecks face to everybody. <laughs> and it's... Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe, like, we're Curtis and I were talking about it, like, maybe it could stuff, it could go through Wolverine Syndrome, where the first one's bad, but the second one could be much better. But I, I read last week that they're already contemplating a sequel. Yeah. Did you yeah, guys hear that, too? Yeah, they're, oh, I think they're already, like, they said it's a definite, that it's oh, going to be a 2017 sequel. <sighs> yeah, and... Never learn. Do you think, how do you think they should do this? Because I saw this poll... And I want to know your opinion. Mm. Do you think that they should sell to Marvel, have a deal with Marvel to where, like, similar to Spider-Man, or should they just already get another reboot or make the sequel? Well, so what I wish they would do is just sell it to Marvel because I, at this point I have given up on Fox's ability to understand on how you make a uh, a good superhero movie. Oh, like, don't give up until after Deadpool, though. Wait until after Deadpool. Yeah, wait until after now, Deadpool the Apocalypse. Is, now, the problem is now I'm worried about Deadpool. Right? It did. Right? Yeah. That's what I was worried about as well. Like, as soon as I saw this, I'm like, I don't screw up Deadpool. Like, I think from so, the trailer of Deadpool, I think we're it's going to be good. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I really hope so. But I, So you think they should sell it back to Marvel? I no, I, that's what I wish they would do. What they'll probably do is just sit on it and and lay another egg, and then you know maybe ten years later continue making bad Fantastic Four movies. And here's, I don't here's, think Marvel wants it at this point because right. right, ten years separated these two movies more or less. Both of them didn't do particularly well. Marvel's winding down their uh, Fantastic Four comic series. Yeah, I think they're sort of stepping away from that uh, group of characters for a while. But you know? in its defense, look what it did with Hulk. You had you know the Fox Hulk, bleh. the Marvel Hulk, not as bleh. No, it's really still, good. Yeah, but I mean, you can't do another origin story. And at oh, this point, correct. You'd have yeah. To. Well, you know, you wouldn't have – in fact, I think part of the problem with this movie, and I don't want to get really into it, is because they they did an origin story Mm -hmm. because they don't trust the viewer to understand, oh, hey, 
they're a superhero team. They got powers. Now they're a family. Mm-hmm. The end. You like, know, the only way I could see Marvel deciding to pick up Fantastic Four again and not do an origin story like we are all saying we don't need anymore is if the inclusion of Spider-Man goes very well and really yeah. takes off because they're, they've said his story is yeah. not going to be an origin story. Right, which is amazing because – Which is great. How many origin stories for Spider-Man have we had? Like We've had uh, we've had several. We've had yeah. – Two movies, uh, two movie franchises, right? Yeah, yeah. One with three movies, one with two. Those are two origin stories. But we also didn't get an origin story with the Marvel Hulk movie as well. It wasn't really as much of an origin yeah, story. It wasn't as yeah. Then which is what I think you, you yeah like like some origin stories are good, but like Iron Man worked because it was the introduction of the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe, yes. right? And, and he, he was a B-list character until the movie came out. Yeah. But I, I, Ant-Man, I could have gone with less of an origin story, but uh, whatever. Uh, we don't, the point is, we don't need a Spider-Man origin right. story. Yes. Because, because whether connected to the MCU or not, we've seen five movies in the past about that character. Right. right? Everyone, everyone knows, okay, here's, here's the, like, you can acknowledge it. He has an origin. Hey, I was in a lab. I got bit by a spider. Now I have spider powers. Go. Yeah. All right. That can now that's literally the first five minutes of your movie. That's all five, it can be. Like first ten seconds. Like right. that's during your opening credits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Or you know you could have two dudes on a street. Hey, did you hear about this Spider-Man guy? Yeah, I heard he got bit by a spider. Huh. That's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And there Spider-Man you go. Swing. And it, there it's you Stan, go. Stanley says that. Yeah. Right. Then you're yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. By the way, train. doesn't make a cameo either. Oh. Yeah. In- in Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Well, it's not oh, yes. a... Yeah, sure, it's not a his, his deal is with Marvel, right? It's not with... Marvel. I think it's with any of them. I, I don't know, but... Maybe he knew the movie was bad and didn't want to do... That's what some people are saying. Uh, do an appearance, right? Who knows? Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Anything we missed? No, um, next week, I probably want to talk about Dragon Con. A little preview. Yes. All right. Next week, we're also going to do obscure questions about me, which is going to be fun. Okay. Yeah. You're going to love it. It's also going to get really weird. All right. Anyways, that is it for today's show. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a great teaser for next week. I know how to tease and promote. I know how to do it. I don't know what that was, but that's okay. Uh, thank you guys very much for watching, whether you're not watching us on YouTube or if you're listening to us on a podcast. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. You can follow the show on Twitter at that underscore game underscore show. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chase Bunker. You can follow Murph on Twitter as well at Murph from Podcasts. I say that right? Nope. Nope. At Dork Night Show. Ah! Okay, whatever. Uh. <laughs> Um, you can follow the uh, follow, like the show on Facebook, facebook.com slash that new show show. You can also like the YouTube page, youtube.com slash that new show show. Other than that, Clegg, did I forget anything? I think we're good. Murph, did I forget anything? Check out my game at lucky, L-O-C-K-E-M-U-R-P-H dot itch dot I-O. All right, there you go. Check that out. Make your brain hurt because I can't, I, I can't comprehend things. Ah, my mind. All right. Thank you guys very much for watching and listening, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.